Hey guys, I'm Joe, And I'm Sasha. We're your hosts and you're tuned in to the Unveiling Her podcast. A podcast where we discuss real topics, emphasis on the real, pertaining to our faith, culture, and daily struggles as women. Thanks so much for tuning in and enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, guys? This is your girl, Sasha. Hey, this is Joe. And welcome back to the Unveiling Her podcast. Woo-hoo. Yes, episode <laughs> four. So just a recap of last episode. Last episode, we talked about friends, right? What about your friends? Yes, we did. <laughs> Are they going to sing? Yeah, so I don't know. That one was a really heavy and good topic and i it's crazy because i've seen also like people um also having sermons about friendships and topics about friendships too so i feel like we were kind of in the vein like we were right on point so it was good that the lord really um spoke to our hearts about friends because it's important we can't do this life alone and just the topic of friendship and um having the right friends and the right people around you that's really important yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I feel like we were we were kind of right on the money with that one, weren't we? But mm-hmm. and I feel like it was interesting because like after we posted that video, that's when we or not the video, the audio. Um, that's when we started <laughs> seeing those red flags on Instagram. Oh my gosh, that is crazy. I didn't even think about that. Yes. Well, okay, wait, let's I wanna do it because these are funny. So what are some red flags you think um okay, first in a relationship? And then we'll talk about friendship. In a relationship, dang, I had one the other day. Um, oh, oh, this one might be too, I don't know. I might be coming for people with this one. But in a relationship, I'm sorry, I have to say it. If I go onto his YouTube and I see Kevin Samuels as one of the people that he listens to. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you can, like, out. see people's, you can see who people are yeah, you looking can see for on YouTube. You can see the subscriptions, like, you know, on the top where it has like, you're subscribed to blah, blah, blah. And if I scroll, mm-hmm. not that I would do that. I'm, I'm not that. I'm not that crazy. Mm-hmm. y'all. But <laughs> if I see Kevin Samuels on there, I already know. It's like next, next caller. Yeah, his his theology is a little off. But that was funny. I think one that I've seen uh, when they say Grand Rising, I thought that was so funny because like who says that like Grand Rising? Yeah, that's a red flag. And then also, um, there's so many, like there's really are a lot of flags. I mean, if you can't trust them or if they be like, oh, there's another good one. If they only talk to you in the car, then that's a red flag because they live with their baby mama. I thought that was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> that was so funny. But yeah, and then, okay, so red flags and relationships, but also what about friendships? What are some red flags? Um, Just lack of consistency, like, if I if I <clears throat> if I try to hit you up and then you're hitting hitting me up about like a month later or weeks later, then that's a red flag because we need consistent friends. Hmm. Mm, that's good. Mm, for me, I think a red flag is ooh when you just like gossipy gossipy about everybody. Like you. Just oh yes. Listen. Now, I would be a fool to think you ain't talking about me if you're talking about <laughs> any and everybody. Now, I understand, like, sometimes we want to kind of vent to our friends and say, like, man, this happened or whatever. But every person, you always got some tea on. That's a red flag for me. This is true. 
This is true. Mm-hmm. And that's some of y'all. So, but let me stop because we're not coming <laughs> for you guys. <laughs> I is. I came with the smoke today. I don't know. Okay. Well, so are you okay? Friend? It's the caffeine. I, I just drank some coffee. So I'm like, you know what? Like if you're going to be Listen. real, let's be real. You know what I mean? <laughs> Listen. Yes. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk about more of that uh, when we have our relationship topic. Cause we're also going to talk about green flags too. There are some. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I was shout out to Robert Madu because I was listening to one of his sermons and he was just talking about like, why is it that, you know, you would never see a, a post go viral on like green flags because like we just love negativity. We you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, why is that? But there are green flags out there. There are good guys out there. There are good friends out there. There are good people out there, too. So I feel like we should do just as collective society. We should do a better job at like making the positives, you know, go viral, too. So. Yeah, amen. And I think a lot of it, too, honestly, is from hurt, like people who are still bitter and hurt. Mm. Like what we do is make like little posts about it. And I had to even catch myself from making certain posts or like reposting stuff because it's like out of anger, out of hurt, you like want to share whatever. And it just all comes from like a hurt place. But yeah, there are some green flags. True, true. But what are we talking about today? Because today is a good is a pretty good topic, too. Yeah. And I think that today's topic kind of correlates with uh, last time about friendship, because like we said, you can't do life alone. And sometimes you do catch yourself feeling loneliness. So today we're going to talk about overcoming loneliness. Loneliness. You remember that? um, Did you ever listen to Akon? You know who that is? Yeah. I know like two songs. Like, I see. Oh, I don't know if that's appropriate. You remember? I'm, I don't know. Yeah. He did have like a, he had like a loneliness song. They're going to be like, stop. They always sing. Oh, that. how does it go? I forgot. Um, lonely. I'm so lonely. <laughs> I have no money. No, yes. Yeah, that song. Wow. Nostalgic. That was like 2000 and no, no. I was like, how really old was I? I was like eight. And I was really singing that. Like, I was like, like 10. <laughs> right. That is so but yeah. <laughs> loneliness. So what is the definition of loneliness? I just want to, I always like to Google stuff and see what Google has to say. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of like think about what the Bible says or what about like our personal life. But really Google just says loneliness is just sadness because of having no friends in, or you can be in a place of isolation or just like a remote destination. So mm-hmm. that's what loneliness mm-hmm. is. And I think that's so crazy that we talked about friendship and then the Lord led us to talk about loneliness because if you don't have any friends, you do feel that loneliness is a feeling. So you feel that sense of loneliness, but also you can be lonely and there can be so many people also around you and in your life. So we're going to talk about that. Yeah, that's so good. I love how you um, talked about that. Loneliness is a feeling like it's not just a physical condition because we can feel lonely due to so many different circumstances. Like obviously we do feel lonely when we are like physically alone and isolated, but we can also experience similar feelings when we feel like misunderstood. That can be a lonely place um, and you feel forgotten about or you feel overlooked or even just feeling left out. Like, you know, maybe you do have a friend group, but, you know, you're constantly being the one to be left out of, of, of events and things. And that can be a lonely place, too. Um, and another one, another way we can feel lonely is maybe like with your calling, maybe the specific purpose that God has over your life that can be a lonely road to walk through, you know? So I love how you talked about it's, it's not just, it's not just a physical condition, you know, 
it's actually a feeling. So, Amen. And I was going to say, too, um, some more examples, like you said, like not having friends or moving to a new city. Like moving to a new city can cause you to feel lonely or Mm -hmm. uh, losing a a certain relationship or um, just other factors going on in your life can also cause you to feel lonely. I know in my own personal life, this is actually something that I feel like I'm walking out. And it's so crazy because it's like, I don't know, I feel like I've always been like kind of told or like felt like I had to overcome something before I talk about it. But I think there's more like healing and deliverance and power whenever you're actually walking something out. The Lord is leading you uh, on a way out and you're like helping people as well. So this is actually something that I'm walking out, like overcoming loneliness. Um, And it's because I feel like I'm in a season where like a lot of personal relationships are just kind of like not stripped for me, but like transitioned in some type of way, you know, like Mm -hmm. my, my you like my best friend moved to a whole new city and i'm so used to us like especially on weekends like going to go get brunch or whatever even like another friend of mine moved away and so it's like dang you're in this this place where it's like i really don't have you know so and so here anymore or i don't have a lot of friends like i literally can count how many friends like real friends i have on one finger i mean not one finger one hand (laughs) she got one friend (laughs) y'all and that's jesus (laughs) no but um, i can count how many friends like real friends i have on one hand so it's like when all your friends leave or move or they're doing other things you're like dang i really ain't got nobody but you know i know as Christians, we have Jesus and we know that. And actually in Deuteronomy chapter 31 and um, verse eight, it says, the Lord is the one who is going ahead of you. He will be with you. He won't abandon you or leave you. So don't be afraid or terrified. So it's like, I know that God is with me. I know he's always with me, mm-hmm. but that doesn't stop the feeling of loneliness from, you know, feeling like it's overpowering me or like me feeling like this loneliness. And so I don't know what I'm what I've been learning, honestly, is just being real with God like, Lord, this is how I feel, you know, and I know that you're enough. But however, and kind of just, you know, bringing up the word of God, man shall not live on. I mean, um, (laughs) not man shall not live on bread alone. Listen, Um, (laughs) that is true, though. So, (laughs) okay, listen, um, man shall not. uh, What is it? Man shall not live alone. Oh, it is not good for man to be. I know my word, y'all. I promise. <laughs> Listen, it's not good for a man to be alone. And and that's what the Lord said in uh, Genesis to about Adam and before he formed Eve. But however, I so I also feel like that's not just for a spouse, but also just friendships and relationships, period. So it's like, Lord, you say this in your word. But listen, I ain't got no people, you know, to really yeah. be with for family but also you still need people who you can really do life with outside of family Mm -hmm. and so i found myself just really um being real with god and like okay lord you are enough and i have to be content with that but also trust that he will send me those who i need Mm, yeah that's really good um yeah but that's that that's so true like i feel like even with the knowledge of the word like I know what the word says but still sometimes mm-hmm. like I still go through those seasons of like I feel very lonely and mm-hmm. um I feel like loneliness is not a new concept to me um you know when I was younger I I was very back and forth as far as like even like schools go so I found that I was always like the new like the new kid on the block 
And that Mm -hmm. was a very lonely place for me too. So I found it hard to really like establish and keep close friendships because I was kind of always moving around. And, um, and for me, um, I kind of talked about it a little bit, like with our first episode, but I also went to school in Nigeria. So I also feel very, I felt very misunderstood. Like when I would come back to school in the States, it would be like, yeah, like I'm the only, like, you know, just feeling like a foreign exchange student. And that was, you know, I felt misunderstood. I felt like no one could really understand me. And then, you know, on the flip side, when I would go back to school in Nigeria, it would be the same thing. Like, oh gosh, like no one really understands me. They're making fun of the way that I talk. So um, loneliness is not a, it's not a concept that's new to me at all. And obviously now with moving to a new city, like that's been a, another lonely place. Like, you know, I don't really have family here. It's been hard to make friends just because like with school, like I, I don't really have the time to, you know, go out and mingle as I would like. So yeah, this mm-hmm. is another season that I'm walking through as well. And it's just like you said, sometimes we feel like we can't talk about things until we overcome them, but, but there's so much power um, when we do speak about what we're actively walking through, because a lot of people can relate to that. But um, for me, it, it gives me a lot of um, comfort to know that we also have a God that can relate to us. You know, the Bible describes Jesus as a man who was very lonely and afflicted, and he often drew to lonely places to pray. So I can, and I can't even really imagine how lonely he must have really felt like mm-hmm. lonely. He must have felt in his calling, how lonely he must have felt. Um, and just misunderstood, you know, by the very people he actually came to save, like no one believing him, no one trusting him. And these are the same people that, you know, I'm coming to die for you. I don't even know. I can't even even imagine the weight, the weight of that, the weight of that type of loneliness. Um, but it's comfort, comforting for me to know that we have a God who understands, not just from the perspective of I'm an all-knowing God, I created these feelings, but from the standpoint of a man who has walked through similar seasons of loneliness. So... Amen. And I love that you brought up um, about Jesus feeling lonely because that's actually something that I wrote in my notes because I was talking about the dangers of self-isolation and how, you know, loneliness, that feeling can cause you to like, especially when you're around people or whatever, it can cause you to um, isolate yourself. And I thought about Jesus because how he was led into the wilderness and even in the Garden of Gethsemane, um, whenever, you know, he was praying before he was um, persecuted and all that. But even there, he did bring, you know, three of his closest people, his disciples with him. But like you said, he did feel that loneliness. You can't even imagine because it came from like a misunderstood place. And it's so crazy how Jesus, he actually had 12 disciples. Like these people were always with him. Um you know, while he was on earth and and doing what he was called to do. But yet he even had to sometimes check his disciples because it's like they didn't understand the fullness of his calling of his purpose. And I was listening to this sermon by Darius Daniels, and he talked about how um, his disciples was asking him about some man that was lame or whatever. And um, not whatever, but uh, in Mark chapter, I think it was chapter four or something. um, And he told them like have faith in God. And it was like, well, they're his disciples. They're always with him. You know, why wouldn't they have faith in God? But like he was talking about there's levels of faith. And so I just think it's so crazy how, you know, you can be in God's presence, but still kind of miss, you know, what he's actually doing. And so I I agree that Jesus, he he felt that loneliness, I'm sure, because of all the, the misunderstanding of who he truly was. And 
just kind of going in back to that self-isolation piece, um, I feel like that was something that I actually also did when I felt lonely or especially when I was just going through something. I feel like I kind of like I used to kind of shut down. Like I didn't want to talk to nobody about it. I just wanted to isolate myself until I overcame it. And I just seen the danger in it because especially in, in church, people were like, you know, you need to share what you're going through, Jonique, or talk to us about it or whatever. And I found myself like finding kind of that enjoyment or peace and just isolating myself until I was already, you know, over whatever caused me to feel that way, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's so dangerous, it really is. Um, and there's a difference between self-isolation and kind of where God is taking us or leading us into that uh, place of solitude, you know? So what do you think the difference is between isolation? Like, have you ever experienced that as well? Uh, Yeah, I feel like, yeah, there is a difference because um, I feel like some, some seasons of loneliness is ordained by God. Like the spirit actually leads you into a season of just kind of like quieting the, all the noise around you. Like, even going back to um, talking about Jesus, where, you know, after he, you know, was baptized and, you know, God claims his love for him and talks about, you know, this is my son whom I love and whom I'm well pleased. The Holy Spirit himself led him into the wilderness to be right. alone. And, you know, so I feel like there are definitely seasons and it's good to be able to discern the two because there are seasons where God actually is leading us into into a place of solitude, why to, you know, grow deeper into relationship with him. Um, but like you said, I feel like it's, it's important to discern the two and it's important to know like, okay, am I being led or am I, you know, in my own right, isolating my own self because the danger of, um, isolation is that that's when the enemy can really attack your mind. Like mm-hmm. when I think about people who are alone in the Bible, okay, let's, let's talk about Eve real quick. My girl Eve, mm-hmm. because Eve. <laughs> we know that it was during her time alone and away from Adam. And where was Adam? Where was Adam when she was being like, that's what I was thinking about. Where was Play, he playing the game? Adam was playing the game. <laughs> he was playing the, uh, <laughs> what's that new game that's on the block? Uh, yes, <laughs> the squid game. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> squid game. No, probably like this day, Adam probably was playing the game. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Not just, just not probably listen to Kevin Samuels. He supposed to be with his, you know, he supposed to be with yeah. his woman. But we know that it was during her time alone and away from Adam that the serpent was really able to confuse and deceive her, allowing sin to enter the world. So, you know, during our times of isolation, like I said, there are times that where, you know, God himself is leading us into that season. But there's sometimes where we do it to ourselves. And that's the one the enemy really like has his way in our minds. And so that's why it's so important to be in your word. Because, you know, even going back to Jesus, when he was alone, the, the devil still came because that's what he likes to do when you're alone. Like that's when he decides to attack. But how did Jesus overcome that temptation was through the word of through the word of God and through scripture. So. Listen, amen. And mental, our mental health, our mind and all that is so important. Like. It really is. And also, like you said, um, the devil likes to attack, especially when we're alone. That's why community is important. And that's something that you always say, like, you know, about community. And I think you should do this or whatever. Community groups as well. So let's talk about how important community is also in that time when you're feeling lonely. Because nowadays, church looks way different 
than you know we thought or expect i mean it's kind of getting back to normal everything people are having services and all that and connect groups but for a minute because of covid it was very hard i know for me i'm more of an in-person type person like virtual Mm -hmm. is cool to keep us safe but no i need that in-person quality time i need an in-person community and so um it's really hard nowadays to for people who may be dealing with loneliness feeling like they don't know how to get out of it because of whether the church looks different now with gathering and you know we have to social distance still and you know people are still i mean COVID is still out there and other viruses and sicknesses and all that so we want to keep each other safe but there is importance in community so let's talk about how people who are feeling lonely can you know find a way out Hmm. Yeah, I feel like I, I always say this and I will continue to say this just because mm-hmm. I know how important community is and um, just how important small groups can be. I feel like church is great. And, you know, as believers, we should be we should be going to church regularly to fel- and you know, fellowshipping with other believers. But I feel like true church actually happens within a small group because mm-hmm. that's when you actually get to know people. You actually get to know what people are praying for, what they're struggling with. You know, you know, like. And I don't know, there's there's some type of there's a really there's a really like a different level of intimacy that I get from knowing that the people that I go to church with, you know, it's one thing to see them every week. But it's one thing to actually know, like, wow, I know exactly what this what she's praying for right now. And I know that I can stand in agreement with her. So true church happens in a small group. So I'm always like advocating for that, like get in a small group, a connect group, a life group, you know a gospel circle. You know, churches call them something different, but it's so important. Even the scripture says that um when three or more are gathered in my name, there I am with them. So we know that the presence of the Lord goes with his people. So he's in the midst of us when we are, you know, when we are talking about him, when we are worshiping him and praising him. So it's it's important to be surrounded. And, and mind you, it's important to be surrounded around the right community because not just any mm-hmm. type of community. Okay. Just because sometimes in your loneliness, you can be so desperate where you're like, you just, you know, I, whatever friend group comes to me, I'm ready, but no, you need to be, um, you need to be aware and you need to have discernment because you need to be surrounded by other believers. So um, and then if you're in the Dallas area, like Social Dallas is another great church. Um, that was a church I attended while I was in Dallas. They just relaunched like their fall connect groups. So that's mm-hmm. another place you can try to get connected to. But it's so important. It's so important as believers for us to stand in agreement with one another and to pray for one another. Um, but yeah, it's my little spill. <laughs> Listen, your your community small groups feel yes, but I I totally one thousand percent agree. Like Acts two, the church, like how it was when they used to just meet at each other's houses. Listen, that was always like so interesting to me because they would just always meet together in somebody's house and like fellowship with each other and share whatever. And I'm like, man, like if we could just do that today. And I remember even in college, like I used to host like little small things at my house or whatever, because that was like my goal. Like I love that scripture. I love that whole story. And it's like, yeah, now I'm I'm really starting to see, especially not having it for a while, the importance of community. And like you said, going back to that, that place of small groups and and maybe that's what God wants again, you know, like church sometimes could be just like a whole show like with the lights and all of that but maybe that that's that doesn't get god's attention you know what i'm saying like we can see a good light show we can see this awesome music and stuff but go home and still feel empty but the yeah, importance and power 
of a small group or a community group, people who you can just do life with, two people or three people, whatever, is the power of just sharing each other's burdens, lifting each other up, encouraging one another. That's that's where the power of God really reveals, you know, itself. And so I agree. Community is important. Small groups are important. Connect groups are important. What I've learned um, is also just, you you know, we know these things. I know these things, but I still at times struggle with connecting with people. And I think mine came from just this lack of trust. Again, I think it came from um not knowing kind of like going back to that friendship topic like not knowing who to open up to yeah you know we're not not wanting to open up to too many people or having to start all over again and you know trusting people so what can you especially you because i know you're in a new connect group now how have you kind of let those walls down um joining a new small group or connect group um well the first thing is intention i feel like i had to become more intentional um even just about going like i said like my time is of the essence. And sometimes I don't get to make it like I would, you know, as often as I would like to, but um, just being more intentional about it and like planning my day in in such a way that like, okay, I make it a priority. Right. And then Mm -hmm. also just, I feel like another part for me where the disconnect came was I always used to feel like I just don't belong here. You know what I mean? Like, and I feel like that's, that's a lie of the enemy to make you feel like you don't belong in a group of believers because sometimes I would feel like, yeah, I'm just, I'm not good enough to be around these people or, you know, I'm not saved enough to be around these people or, you know, or nobody really cares about what I have to say. And that's a lie of the enemy to keep you once again, secluded, to keep you isolated. So I have to kind of break out of that mentality that I don't belong because I always belong in the group of believers. You know, we are the body of Christ. And we belong with one another. So that was another big thing for me. And just learning how to be more transparent and vulnerable. Like everyone's going through things. Like sometimes you can feel alone, but it's not until you actually open up and talk about it that you realize, like, man, like I didn't, she's going through this too. She deals with this too. And like, and that level of intimacy that you can get through that is it's it's powerful. You know, it's powerful. And that's why the enemy tries to keep us alone because he knows there's so much power in. Um, our inclusion if we do you because you have you ever really thought about it like even as a society as a whole there's so much division amongst us you know we divide mm-hmm. ourselves based on our race our socioeconomic status our uh, our education status like we are so divisive and why do you think that is it's because the enemy knows that if 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 we can come together and be united we would be unstoppable so there's yeah. so much power when we stand with one another yeah. and even like within a small group like just like once again, sometimes you might not feel vulnerable, you know, you might not feel safe enough to be vulnerable in a in a bigger setting, like a church setting. But you know, when you're amongst like a few a few people, like it, it becomes a safer space. You know what I mean? So yeah, there's so many. Um, I don't know. There's just so much power in being in a in a small group and just letting those walls down. But another another um, key thing about loneliness is, I think it's also important to know like in your loneliness, who and what do you run to? Because we all, we all run to something, you know what I mean? So um, mm-hmm. can you talk about that a little bit, Joe? Listen, can I? <laughs> that is so good. I didn't even think about that, but you're right. Like whenever we're lonely, you can run to so many things that are unhealthy and you can run to things that are healthy. But I know, um, Something that you should run to first of all is the Lord, is Jesus. But um, let's say you struggle with something, masturbation, if you're struggling with pornography or 
um old dude that has been texting you late at night whenever you are feeling lonely you do you can't uh, run to whatever has been like your downfall um or whatever that temptation may be and so um I think it's important too to kind of know whenever you start like I think that's why community is so important is so that you can have the right people to run to because if not you can catch yourself running back to certain things that you ask God to deliver you from or the Lord has helped you and delivered you from but yet out of that loneliness you find yourself doing that thing again to just fill up a void and like we said before like loneliness is a feeling especially like like let's say you're yearning for a relationship, like yearning for or your desire is to get married and, and that's what you really want. And so right now in this season, you feel lonely. We all feel like that sometimes, right? So it's like if I feel I'm starting to feel lonely, um, what do I do? So instead of Lord, like fill this place up in me, if somebody take look. The enemy knows too. So he would definitely try to tempt you, attack you, whatever. So let's say somebody reached back out to you. And then because of that loneliness, you start settling for whatever, even if you know that this person isn't good for you and you, you kind of try to satisfy and fill up that, that empty void that only is too big for, and only God can actually fill. So loneliness can cause you to run back to certain habits and do certain things, whether it's sex, whether it's drugs, whether it's drinking, whether it's um, whatever, you know, whatever your, your, like Paul said, your thorn is, um, it's important to kind of replace that with something else that is healthy. So whether it is a friend to kind of be transparent and open about prayer, go back to the Lord and pray. I, I learned that therapy is so important. Um, you know, going to a therapist because our loneliness can also mess up with your mental health. And so therapy, talking it out, journaling, doing something that is healthy for your soul, for your mind and for your heart, for your well-being, rather than something that's temporary to your flesh. Um, I think that is very, that's very important. Yes, 100%. 100%. Um, yeah, I feel like it's, super important to know what you gravitate to because you're going to grab you're going to gravitate to something and like you said it's, it's it tends to be something that's most like most familiar to you so maybe it's, mm-hmm. it's a guy and i feel like they really just be knowing they just they just be knowing it's the enemy, <laughs> it's the enemy. it really is and that's why you have to block them you have to block them mm-hmm. don't like you have to block it instant like instantly on social media block their oh, number geez. their emails you know how i've had a guy like um, message me on Pinterest. I said, not my Pinterest. <laughs> how do you message somebody on Pinterest? I don't even know how he found me on there. That's the that's the crazy thing. But that's scary. Who is he? You need to block him. Change your number for you. <laughs> no, no, but that's crazy. That is crazy. But no, like I really feel like you have to be aware of you know what you run to in those seasons. You know, I feel like when I originally came down to Houston, I, I feel like I told you this story, Joe, but. Um, you know, when I was alone after like, it was exciting at first, right? Oh, new city, new apartment. Yay. Like new, new Sasha who is. But then once like the, the dust settled and I found like, man, it's pretty lonely over here, especially me, because like I lived at home in my family house and, you know, I was so used to like the noise and like the company. So just being in a place of like, man, it's so quiet here. You know, the, one of the first, I'll be honest, one of the first things I ran to was Bumble. And um, some of y'all like, what is that? It's a dating app, okay? And no shade if you are on Bumble, no shade, okay? Like, I feel like 
I'm not trying to come for you. Matter of fact, it doesn't be real. I feel like in 2021, online dating, social media is a very reliable place to meet people. I've, I've met really successful, seen really successful relationships come from that. But just like, <laughs> no, I have seen like biblical relationships come from those sides. Yeah. But um, I knew that in this season, I was only running there to be entertained. I was only running there out of my loneliness. And I remember, and first of all, Bumble is a lot of work for the girl, okay? Like, I found, like, I'm just swiping, 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 and it's like, I'm not getting results. But anyways, <laughs> I feel like I finally, like, it's, yeah, it's a lot of work. I finally did match with someone, and I was like, okay, like, you know, just getting ready to actually, like, go ahead and, like, reply and make the message. And I feel like I heard the Holy Spirit tell me to shut it down. And I remember feeling Oof. like, what you mean shut it down? Like, I just did all this work. And then he said he loved the Lord. He said he loved the Lord on the on his bio. Like, what's the problem? That don't but, mean nothing for you. <laughs> you're right. You're right. People be, people say all, all sorts of things on their bios these days. But um, I heard the Lord tell me to shut it down. And, <clears throat> you know, and I, and I obeyed and I listened. And I really feel like he was just kind of telling me, like, I see you. I see you for exactly where you at, you're at in this season. And you can run to me like, let me be your let me be your hiding space. Let me be, you know, who you run to in this season, because like I said, your season of loneliness, you can you can either, you know, be unhealthy with your with how you decide to cope with it or you can, you know, go through biblical and healthy ways to cope with it. And one of those things is, you know, running to God, using this season as an opportunity to grow your relationship with him. James 4, 8 says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. What does it mean to draw near to someone? It means to approach or to get close. Like God desires for us to approach him. And when we do so in spirit and in truth, he matches that energy. He eagerly wants to get close to us just as badly as, you know, we want to get close to him. Like it just reminds me of the story of like the prodigal son, you know, you know, he goes out, we know the story. He goes out, he squanders all his investment or not his investment, but his inheritance, you know, because he's trying to flex on these haters on the gram, right? He's trying to, <laughs> he's trying to be flex on these haters. Flex on these haters. <laughs> um, and, and some of y'all, y'all trying to, y'all trying to squander, but the, the difference is he actually squandered what he actually has. Some of y'all are trying to squander with that credit <laughs> money. Okay. Well, let me stop. Let me stop. Let's I feel like Friend. No more Starbucks. No more Starbucks, friend. It's a caffeine. It's a caffeine to me. I'm I'm super nice, you guys. So nice. But no, for real. But we know that, you know, once he finally comes back to his senses and, you know, becomes wiser, he goes mm-hmm. back home. And the and the Bible talks about how the father sees him from afar off and he runs to him. Amen. The father doesn't wait for him to come all the way to him. He's Woo! actively running to him. And that's what it means to draw near to God. And he will draw near to you as much as you're trying to draw closer to him. He's trying to draw close to you as well. So there's so many ways that we can approach God. Like Jonique, you talked about it, prayer, like worshiping, journaling, like these are all healthy ways that we can, you know, approach God and become closer to him. But um, what are other healthy ways you feel like we can use to combat loneliness? Listen, I'm sorry. When you said run to the Lord, it reminded me of this song by Cody Carnes. And he says, I'm not going to sing it, y'all, because yeah. I'm going to save y'all today. Okay, but I just want to read. It. I just want to read the lyrics. So it say, I run to the father. I fall into grace. I'm done with the hiding. No reason to wait. My heart needs the surgeon. My soul needs a friend. So I'll run to the father again and again. And uh, that song is just beautiful. I love that song, Run to the Father. But you're so right. Running to the Father. Um, we talked about 
Um, other healthy ways is I said therapy, like going to therapy, being able to confess and share what what you're feeling or what you're going through. Um, and don't feel like therapy is like something that, oh, I feel crazy. I'm going through this, whatever. Or don't feel like your problem is also too small, mm. you know, to go to therapy with. Like you literally can go because you're feeling alone. Like loneliness to some people may be like, oh, that's no big deal, but it really is. But like going to therapy, period, even if things are going well in your life, like I feel like um, that is important. And so, yeah, therapy, a community, connect groups. Um, listen, when I'm lonely too, or when I'm feeling some type of way, I like to do self-care days and I like to just be able to go get my nails done. <laughs> I mean, it, like those things are like temporary, though, but it's just like still do something to make you feel like that joy again, you know, um, whether it's your favorite hobby, go shopping. I mean, if God telling you to save your money, then I mean, that wouldn't be wise, but um going you know whatever makes you feel like you're taking care of yourself um on the outside, I think those things are important too, but most importantly, on the inside, um. I don't know, like prayer, having having that alone time with God, talking with a friend. I I feel like those are like the main things that I can think of right now. Um, going to counseling, yeah, those are those are the important things. And also, even if you if you have a mentor, um, like from from church or whatever, spiritual parent, um, I think just having those conversations with them as well to be able to guide you, um, in that season of loneliness. I think that's also important. Yes, those are those are really good. Yes, we stand therapy over here. Okay, like therapy is important. Even like, and I'm a Christian therapist too because I think that the type of therapist definitely matters as well. But um, yeah, those are all great ways. I feel like those are all the things that I'm, I think about too. Um, and even learning, like you said, yeah, doing like previous hobbies, but even learning a new hobby could be something that you you know could be a healthy coping mechanism. Um, or a new skill. Like I think about this podcast, this podcast was definitely birthed during a season of our loneliness. And, you know, it's been fun learning this new skill and learning how to, you know, make a podcast. You know what I mean? Maybe God's calling you to make a podcast. Maybe, you know, he's calling you to use his voice for his glory as well. Yeah. So, but yeah, this was a great conversation. Yeah, and I think I think too, like like you said, like learning a new skill important and making sure that that skill is giving glory to God, you know, in some form. Um, but I think at the at the end of the day, like we said before, like even in our own personal life, that um, about loneliness, you know, we we know the especially if you know the word, but you're still feeling this way. I think still, I'm still a believer, and I have this faith like there's different types of faith like i have this like supernatural faith that god is still able to fill up every lonely place in our hearts and like some people may feel like oh that's too churchy or oh that's just whatever but no like he like there's nothing still too big for god and like there's nothing too hard for him to do so if i'm feeling lonely better believe the first thing I do is I'm like, Jesus, like I'm feeling lonely. I'm going to be on my knees and like, Lord. And even if he doesn't uh, right then and there, like take that from you, he will, like you said before, like he will hear you. He will answer you. He knows where you are. And so like you were saying about the whole um, dating thing, he knew where you, he said to you, he knows where you are. He sees us. So nothing goes by him unnoticed. And so if we are feeling that place, my prayer is for all of us is just continue to allow God to fill up that God-sized void in our hearts and our lives. And remember that our, our 
feelings and our pain or whatever we're going through is just temporary. Yeah. You know, it's just temporary. And so if we just fix our eyes on Jesus and we fix our eyes on what, what truly we can't see, what matters right now, those little um, small things that we are feeling, it will get better. There will be glory in God's name. Amen. Amen. That's so good. That's so good. Um, so, yeah, once again, we just wanted to have a just a short moment of prayer just over what we talked about. So, um, Heavenly Father, we just honor you. We thank you once again for this opportunity. We don't take this um, opportunity for granted, Lord. We thank you that we um, that we can be your vessels. We thank you that you, you always um, are, are part of our discussion, Lord. Um, we just honor you and we just thank you, God. We thank you for all those that are under the sound of my voice that are listening right now who might be walking through a similar season of loneliness, Lord. Um, we thank you that uh, you are the friend that sticks closer than any brother. We thank you that we can run to you. You say in your word, you, you would not leave us as orphans, that um, that you would not never leave us nor forsake us. Even when our parents forget us, Lord, that you don't forget us. We thank you mm-hmm. that we're not alone, Lord, that you are with us, God. Um, I'm just praying for anyone who might be feeling forgotten, Lord, who feels overlooked in this season, God. We thank you that you say in your word, you're the God that sees us. You know where we're coming from and you know where we're going. So you haven't overlooked us. You say that you've um, engraved us on the palms of your hand. So help us to know that we are remembered deeply by you, Lord. Um, We just ask that you help us to find the right community, that you help us to deal with our loneliness in healthy ways, Lord. Father God, maybe some of us have been running to the wrong things, Lord. We ask that you just open our eyes, Lord, to see that we've been running the wrong direction and that help us to know that you're with us, that you see us, Lord, and that we can run to you. We can come to you. Thank you that you say that you want to draw near to us. You want to be closer to us, Lord. We thank you for the relationship that we have in you, that you fill up every empty space. You fill up every void space in our lives, Lord. Mm -hmm. So we just honor you. Once again, we, we give, we give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. Thank you for what you're doing, God, for in Jesus mighty name, I've prayed. Amen. Amen. Yes, Lord. Listen, we delivered healing as we can overcome loneliness. But yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Remember, new episodes will drop on Mondays. Mondays. Yes. And so just a good way for you to just start your week off, you know enjoy the podcast new episode so episode four um and then yeah be looking out for more episodes we're so excited um as we continue to just be more transparent and have all these topics that we feel like are so important especially in this season especially in holiday season two is coming up so this topic is yeah right on point because (laughs) listen especially if you ain't got no boo loneliness be hidden listen especially with these commercials and they ain't proposed to you yet and so yeah but i'm excited i'm I'm excited for christmas it's like my favorite holiday so excited to decorate and all the things but like i said um also we always want to hear from you guys so please like on our comments on instagram let us know if you if you've ever dealt with loneliness if you've ever felt Mm -hmm. alone yourself and you know healthy ways that you've used to combat or overcome it in this season But yeah, once again, thank you guys so much. We'll hope to hang out with you guys on the next episode. Yes, love you guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Unveiling Her podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Unveiling Her podcast to keep the conversation going and for updates when our next episode drops. We'll chat with you soon.